Welcome back, folks. Now, where did we leave off? Oh, yes, the phone number. I stared at my hand for at least 45 minutes in the bathroom as water from the sink freely ran. This was innocent, right? Amir was just trying to get to know his sister, so what better way to do that than to be cool with her best friend? I tried to shake the ridiculous notion that it was nothing more than a friendly gesture, but I found myself tracing each digit on my hand with my finger. The sound of my father banging on the bathroom door, fussing about running up the water bill, snapped me out of my delusional trance. I immediately stuck my hand under the water and scrubbed the ink off. I opened the door to my father standing there with his stern, irritated face and the cordless phone in his hand. He gave it to me without a word and returned back to his lazy boy in the living room. Knowing it was Kenya, I waited until I was locked in my room before I spoke. Today was weird, right? She immediately said. Kenya had a knack for getting straight to the point. So weird, I agreed. But also kind of great. I mean, I don't see us doing family game night anytime soon, but I think I like Amir. I let Kenya ramble for about 20 minutes on the recap of the day and her hope for the future. I kept my comments to a minimum, making sure not to agree too much for her liking. I mean, she went from anxious to hopeful in a day, so I decided to push whatever type of crush I had out of my mind. As the weeks went by, Kenya and Amir spent almost every day together. Sometimes just the two of them, sometimes with Roman and me. They even had a family dinner at Kenya's house that she said went surprisingly well. Amir was a breath of fresh air and yet fit in with our crew with ease. He was smart, funny like Kenya, but with better wit. He also knew all the best music and food and introduced us to a lot of new things in the city. After a while, his abrupt presence felt like he had been there the whole time, and I had mastered admiring him in secret. Now, I bet I can guess what you're thinking. If everything was going so great, where did it go wrong? Well, Kenya and I had planned a girls' night in since her parents were going out of town one weekend. We hadn't spent much one-on-one time in a minute, and I was more than excited to put on face masks, eat junk food, and gossip without roaming around. Before we could do our third round of choreography to push it by salt and pepper, the doorbell rang. Ooh, saved by the bell, because I'm tired, I said through heavy breath as I plopped down on the couch. Kenya went to grab the $20 bill off the kitchen counter to pay the pizza man who we both assumed was at the door. When she swung it open, there stood a bloodied Amir in the archway. Oh my God, what happened? Kenya gasped as she pulled him inside. As he moved into the light, the cut on his lip and bruise under his eye became prominent. Kenya ran to the kitchen and grabbed a first aid kit, a wet towel, and an ice pack. It's nothing, he said as he slowly made his way to the couch and sat next to me. Kenya rushed back with an entire crash cart and began to clean up his face. It's not nothing. Look at you. She wiped the blood from his lip and he winced in pain. I was just trying to help a friend out of a situation. Things kind of got out of hand. You could tell Kenya wanted him to elaborate more. Hell, I needed to know more. I mean, like, what happened and why did he come here? But neither one of us pushed him for a story. You think Kenya and your mom will let me stay tonight? His face looked like a 10-year-old begging to have a sleepover with his friends. Kenya gently spread Vaseline on Amir's lip and placed the ice pack over his eye. 
They're not here, but you can have the couch if you want. She cleaned up her working station and took the first aid kit back to its rightful place. Amir and I sat on the couch in silence. I stared at him for a moment. His face displayed a mixture of deep contemplation, regret, and a little embarrassment. To me, it was endearing, and all I wanted to do was hug him. He turned his head and caught me staring at him, so I awkwardly tried to redirect my gaze. I know. Pathetic. Well, pizza's on its way if you're hungry. Kenya's voice broke the loud silence as she returned with the soda and a pair of their father's pajama pants with an undershirt. These should fit she said as she handed them over. He glared at them for a second. I guess the reality of this entire situation was hitting him all over again. Here he was, vulnerable, getting help from a sister he just met, wearing the clothes of a father he doesn't really know. And once again, the overwhelming feeling of wanting to hug him crept through my body. Thanks, he said softly before he disappeared towards the back to change. The rest of the night got back on schedule, and we made Amir participate in all the sleepover activities. We ate pizza, watched movies, acted out the scene from the cake scene from What's Love Got to Do With It, and played a very weird game of Twister. Kenya and I retreated to her room at the end of the night and talked until we fell asleep. I woke up in the middle of the night to use the bathroom because my bladder was haunting my dreams. On the way back to Kenya's room, I saw the light from the television flickering from the living room. I walked in to see Amir lying on the couch, surfing through the channels. Can't sleep, I said, trying not to startle him. He looked at me and sat up to allow me to sit next to him. Guess not. I took a seat on the couch, and we sat in silence for a few minutes as he continued to flip through the channels. He finally settled on a station that was playing reruns of Martin. We watched and laughed together for a few minutes when he said, So why didn't you call? He caught me completely off guard. I didn't even think he remembered giving me his number. I mean, of course there were a ton of reasons why I didn't call, Kenya being the main one, but I couldn't seem to form the words to tell him. I don't know. (laughs) Why did you give me your number? Was all I could seem to get out of my mouth. I thought we could be friends. You're literally at a girl's sleepover. I think we're friends, I joked. He chuckled quietly and went back to watching TV. This was the first time Amir and I had been alone together, and it was a weird mixture of awkward and comforting. What really happened to your face? I finally mustered up the courage to ask. He sat for a second, replaying the events that transpired before he arrived at the house. It's, um, it's been really tense with my folks lately, especially my dad. I don't know. He said some things. I said some things. So here we are. A single tear fell down his face like Denzel in glory, and I could tell everything was weighing on him. He was always so happy and excited to be around Kenya and her friends, we never really saw him struggling to find his place. I scooted closer to him and wrapped my arm around him. He quickly wiped the tear from his face and tried to pull himself together. Why didn't you tell Kenya? Because she don't need to know. You know, my pops is a good dude. It's It's just the situation. His head bowed a little, 
and I can tell he was trying to hold back tears from falling again. I had only known him a couple of months, but this was the first time I saw the effect this all was taking on him. He was just a boy, lost in the world, trying to figure out who he is. It was sweet and endearing. Without thinking, I grabbed his face with my hand and softly kissed his lips. He pulled away from me, and I immediately began to apologize. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't know why I did that. I, I don't know what I was thinking. He stared at me for a moment like he was analyzing my face or weighing the consequences. I started to get up to go back to Kenya's room, but he grabbed my hand to stop me. He gazed in my eyes for another second, then kissed me again, this time with intent and passion. I could feel electricity course through my veins as I allowed myself to be consumed by his warm touch. He laid me back on the couch, our lips never breaking physical contact. Everything intensified very quickly as kissing turned into foreplay and clothes began to come off. He stopped for a second and looked me in my eyes. You sure about this? He asked softly. Now, up until this point, I had only gotten to second base with Trey Watkins last year at homecoming, but without thinking, I shook my head yes. That's right. I lost my virginity to my best friend's brother in her house while she slept. I am a class act. It wasn't until the next morning when the force of clothes being thrown at my face woke me up and I realized the severity of my actions. Amir and I had fallen asleep naked on the couch holding each other. Kenya stood in front of us, literally steam coming out of her ears. I want your ass out my house now, she yelled. Amir quickly jumped up and began to scramble for his clothes. Kenya, I'm sorry, he apologized. Not you, she interrupted. CJ, get the fuck out of my house now. She kept throwing clothes at me. Kay, I can't explain, I finally said, trying to catch clothes out of the air. Save it. Get up, get dressed, get your shit, and get out. I found my t-shirt and jeans and quickly put them on without underwear. Kenya glared at me the entire time, making sure I moved to her liking. Amir tried to apologize, but I knew Kenya was not the type to hear anything when she's mad. I grabbed the rest of my stuff and headed to the door with Kenya right on my heels. I knew she wouldn't hit me, but I was terrified with where this left our relationship. I walked out the door and tried to get my final plea to salvage whatever remaining friendship we had. Kenya, I am so sorry. Please, can we just talk about this? I begged. You're dead to me. Her response was cold and stern, and with that, she slammed the door in my face.